The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Afternoon, back to reality once again. Yeah, reality um, sucks. Was it? No, is it reality bites or reality blows or all of the above? All of them, the whole lot. Yeah, three and one. Happy days. Right. Music. Welcome to episode five, or you're now going to correct me and say twenty-five. All right. Um, yeah, we've uh, we're back in our usual setting. Obviously, if you listen to episodes three and four, we were drinking heavily. In fact, yeah, in, yeah, in George Grimwood's garden. Oh dear, what a time that was, eh? What a time we had. What a time we had. Yeah, it do feels. You, um, do you feel like you've recovered yet? I don't know. Mm. I might still be. There might still be like a how, little bit more recovery time. Until yeah. it's definitely out of my system. How how long did it take you to get your eyesight back? <sighs> a few days. Yeah. Like, how are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not too bad. I have to say, you know, um, that prairie oyster actually did the trick for me. It I really don't. saved my ass. I think. I think I was kind of. I think the fact that I did that helped, but not in the way it was supposed to. I think it was just so <laughs> disgusting that it caused me to throw up a it lot. Just, yeah, just set up a chain reaction. Yeah, basically. And I think if I hadn't have thrown up that night, then the next day, Would've when I also... Awful. Yeah, and I had work the next day as well. Yeah, how was that, by the way? Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely unbearable. Like, was it a busy day? or? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember a lot of it. I was just sitting there You trying. were still drunk for most of it. I, was, I think I was still drunk, yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so now we're relaxing again, yeah. less. We decided, we made an executive decision that this week we're just going to have a nice, simple, back-to-basics episode of Words with Chris and Drew. Yeah. Because, you know, the last three weeks, had well, previous three episodes, I should say, bit too much excitement, I think. Yeah. We need to dial it back The soup off, bit. I mean, wow. The soup, um, and yeah, then, uh, and then the... Um, the cock-off. The cock-off, which, quite unexpectedly, turned into two episodes. We did not anticipate that. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say this, like, it was the only episode of words that I've actually had to help Andrew edit because there was <laughs> so much waffle oh, God, towards the a, end. I think there was at least sort of 35 minutes of crap we had to take off. We took out the second was, part. The, that was just the second part. Yeah, the second part alone was actually an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the entire second half ended up just being about 50 minutes. Possibly just less than that. a little bit less, yeah. yeah. So that just tells you how much garbage there was 
being spewed. Well, you know, it's when you put a group of very drunk people together and they start spouting off on topics they have absolutely no real knowledge of. Yeah. The it's actually happens. You know what, actually listening back to it is actually like sort of made me a little bit more cautious about how I <laughs> what I say when I'm drunk and a little bit more, you know I don't know, a little bit more introspective about Ah, there you go. You see. What? Why these things come out of my mouth? <laughs> like, and I'm not just talking about the prairie oyster. I mean, words coming out of my mouth. Yes. Um, but yeah, shall we? Um, we got we got some lovely questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, thank you again to everyone who uh, you know. Yeah. Contributes. Yeah, we would be lost without you, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we will, of course, have um, the fifth instalment of the jigsaw jamboree oh really yeah excellent so you look forward to that i've i've not heard the fifth segment yet no you're not hearing them until i send them to you mate or yeah. tell you where they are going aren't I, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean what i mean is we're gonna go and do a bit more of the jigsaw in a minute i mean yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. i think we got away with that one yeah yeah definitely none the wiser yeah um, Shall we dive in then with some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's crack on. Let's get this party oh, feels, started. It feels good to be back. It's lovely. <laughs> Can I have a cup of tea, please? Oh, are you serious? Well, like, right now? Well, maybe. You can't. Day. You can't ask. <laughs> soon. You should have asked. I should have asked. You I can have some more water. I should have gone before. How about, some, really? how about some more water? I'll have some more water, please. Okay, cool. You can have that. Oh, it's um, lovely just to relax and yeah, take it easy. And, and drink water drink. instead of everything Death. else. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get on with it. Shannon Walton. Hey, Shannon. Um, she wants to know um, what is the most embarrassing slash cringy thing that has happened to either of you. And she also said, "Don't sidestep the question. You must have one thing." Doesn't have to be sad. Doesn't have to be something that you did. It's something that happened to you. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to think. Oh, I got one that sort of was very embarrassing, but um, not so embarrassing that I'm not gonna tell people mm. so uh, walking you know you used to do those like in primary school you'd go on like little field trips and they'd literally just be like you'd go with your class and wander around the area mm. and like this was when I was living at Oakley House so oh. it was really near my primary school literally opposite the road so we did like this uh, circuit around like up towards Bromley Common and they were talking about you know the history of the buildings and things like this um, and then we approached Oakley House and uh no, I don't think many of my class knew I actually lived there. So when the teacher said, oh, one of our students knows this uh, building very well because he actually lives there. And I was all like, oh, I feel oh. all special. Like, and everyone was like, what, you live there? It's like this huge house. So I felt really cool. Right. And then, um, yeah, so you can see like when you get set up for it. And then uh, about two minutes later, continuing the walk, I was chatting to someone and um, pretty much walked head first. How old were you at this point? Um, sorry, I've interrupted. At yeah, the key you interrupted point, at the key sorry, moment. Sorry, I walked headfirst into a lamppost. Oh, like quite a bad one as well. Like you know where you like you're really not seeing it coming, and you just thought arms straight forward. Like ah, oh, was no. there like a kind of bong noise? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well? Everyone sure. looked. Everyone heard it, and I was sort of I'd gone from being the cool kid in the class to this absolute clown in the space of like two minutes. So that oh, was God. really that was pretty embarrassing. I went very the complete red. spectrum of the human condition. Yeah, well there you go. It's a good example. Um, what were you? Why did? What did you interrupt? I was going to say, like, how old were you at this? Oh, uh, this well, point? I probably would have been year five. All oh, right, so that's like nine and ten, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Oh yeah, I did have another similar thing where I it's stacked really in them. Um, stuck with you. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've done it. I, I, I've um, slipped down a curb before in the middle of, like, literally by where 
Valhalla is where I work. Yeah. Like literally the curb on the other side of the road, but I managed to like slip down it. In the middle of the day there's loads of people around and um kind of you know them you know them ones where you fall and there's not really a way of styling it out mm. where you literally just you're down and everyone saw it and you're kinda of, you kinda of look it's one of them ones where I looked back at the curb like, Oh, how how could you? Like the like it's the curb's fault, but really I'm just an idiot. I seem to fall over a lot. There does seem to be this sort of basic coordination yeah. problem. Oh, another one as well. I fell over a tree stump like two weeks ago. Good God. Yeah. There's definitely a... There's a pattern emerging <laughs> here, isn't there, isn't yeah. it, as you say? Yeah. Well, maybe it's my yeah. depth perception is not all that great. Maybe you did an eye test. Maybe. Well, yeah. I'm saying that, I haven't had my eyes tested in a long time. But the last time I did, they told me my eyes were perfect. Yeah, they said I had that, though? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Long enough that now they're probably ruined. Yeah, and I think George may have permanently cut <coughs> that. So <laughs> yeah, the cock off has had a, yeah an effect. I t- I'll tell you one one. Uh, yeah, I've just given three examples. Yeah, I can give you one fairly good. Well, it's not it's not really that entertaining or amusing, but uh, it was a it was a sort of that's good ground swallow you up. You're hoping the oh, ground right, swallows yeah. you up moment. Go on. Um, I think when I was sort of seventeen or eighteen, my school we went on. a the music department on a school trip and yeah. I was Why do they always happen on school trips these things well, I know <laughs> I don't know there's some sort of unwritten rule that, yeah uh, but if you're out with all your classmates you're going to make a fool of yourself or yeah, someone will someone will it's because there's no safe conduct when you take the entire class out no this is true but um, no it wasn't anything like particularly bad but um, it was like I was part of the school orchestra at that point and I was playing bass guitar because all orchestras have a bass guitar <laughs> as we know oh, yeah. Haydn was hugely into that shit <laughs> bits of um, slap coming yeah out. absolutely <laughs> um, anyway what was I talking? oh yeah and um, no so I was playing guitar at this point actually oh ok oh, edit this I was playing, playing guitar in a tune and one of the tunes that the orchestra did was a version of uh, Waterloo Sunset by the Kinks do you, okay. know that, do you know that tune I think I know the one you mean yeah uh, yeah, I totally know the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, my, my only job in the entire song is pretty much to play that intro. And at the time, we'd, we'd done about two or three little shows earlier in the day, or, yeah. or over the last couple of days. It was quite a while ago. And I'd sort of played a real blinder, and all, <laughs> and all the kids were kind of looking up to me. Because right. I was like one of the oldest ones there. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, he's so cool. He's got a guitar that's got spikes and stuff. Right. And he makes it play. He makes it sound really good. And uh, so I was massively overconfident at this point. Yeah. And just choked horribly. And mm. just like, you know, you know, like you know, like guitar. You're playing Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you get it wrong. It just goes it makes those. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then the song kicked in, and you, yeah. you slunk away into the corner, like yeah, and like. Um, we were playing at Disneyland, of all places. Okay. The happiest place on earth. Oh, right, yeah. And literally, as soon as I did that, literally half of the audience got up and left. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, oh, no, what have I done? Well, actually, as you said... I've made that, it the saddest place on earth. As you brought up Disney, um, this leads us quite nicely onto our next question. Go on. Um, Katie Golding. Hello, Katie Golding. Which Disney princess do you most relate to? <laughs> well, that's the million-dollar question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So Let's do it. Should we do a recap of the uh, Disney, yeah, we can Disney do. princesses? There's the more recent ones, isn't there? I don't know what the what's the one from Frozen. Her name? I've never seen Frozen. I've seen it, but I don't remember her name. Um, uh, Elsie. That's I think Elsa. Yeah. Elsa. Elsa. Yeah, El- Elsa. Right. Elsa. Then there's uh, Rapunzel from Tangled. 
I don't know if it's sort of Tangled. Tangled's great. You should yeah. watch that. That's really good. I'm, I'm way behind on my Disney mm. Pixar movies. Well, not just the Pixar ones, like just Disney just in general. Disney in general. Um, so, and then we've got to go to the classic ones. You know, you've got Snow White, Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else is there? Uh, Jasmine, Ariel. Uh, oh, Jasmine. Oh, Aladdin, Aladdin yeah. Ariel, yeah. Ariel. Who's the one from The Princess and the Frog? Never saw that one. There's one from that as well. I can't remember. I'm pretty shit at this. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> um, obviously you remember the classics. Yeah, you know. oh, well, Beauty and the Bear, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So which one? <laughs> which one do you relate to? <laughs> um, I think Belle was the one who just basically wants to be left alone and, and so read books and read. Yeah, that's yeah, probably that's, that. That's. I think most people can relate to that at some point. I guess. Well, yeah, I definitely think out of all the ones we just said, that she probably is the one that you're <laughs> you'd relate to the most. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, do they all have relatable qualities of some kind? I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the point of these characters in kids' films that they're meant to be relatable. Yeah. On some. Well, level. I think you could say Snow White, for example. You could say is quite naive. Yeah, but is she relatable though? If you're a naive person, but if you're naive, <laughs> then Maybe would you necessarily know that, that you are naive. that you're meant to be yeah. related to this person? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, that would make you even more relatable, so why? Because she's probably the same. But that, she... this is this is kind of like turning into like an infinite paradoxical spiral. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. Jesus Christ, this is getting deep. I didn't expect that from a question about a Disney princess. Um, I reckon, yeah, Belle. Belle's probably a good one. Um, Oh, Pocahontas is a double one. Never saw Pocahontas. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Does uh, does um, does Nala from The Lion King count? No. No, okay, fair enough. Why were you going to say you relate to her? No, because I haven't seen The Lion King in about 20 years, so I can't really remember. Oh, okay. Oh, that, brings, that, that reminds me, actually. Scott Willis actually posted the other day saying he's never seen The Lion King. Has he not? Yeah. Oh, dear. I think a lot of people were quite upset with him. That's, my, my by my recollection, that's one of the better ones. It is a good... It is a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's not The Emperor's New Groove, but it's pretty close. <laughs> I hear this a lot. Have you ever seen The Emperor's New Groove? I haven't, actually. Oh, but... mate, you've got to watch it. It's yeah. it's it's probably my favourite Disney movie. Okay. Because it's basically an anti-Disney movie, in a, in a sense. Okay. Um, basically, apparently the story goes that it was slated to be the next sort of summer epic thing that Disney were going to do, and it was going to be huge mm. and... You know, eighty foot billboards in Times Square and all that kind of stuff that they do when they really, yeah, yeah. really going for it. And somehow along the way, it ended up getting turned into just this knockabout comedy. Okay. Uh, but it's full of little things where it sort of takes the piss out of itself. But it's like a Disney movie that takes the piss out of Disney movies. All right, I can see why. And enjoy it's, that. And it's genuine, genuinely very funny. A lot, a lot of points. I'll check it out. I'll it's got, check it out. It's got John Goodman in it as well. So oh, perfect, well, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of John Goodman, that leads me on to our next question. This is going well. <laughs> yeah. This is smoother <laughs> than smoother than faders on an automated soundboard. Anyway. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Best party food. <laughs> the best party. What's that got to do with John Goodman? Oh, he's fat. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> it's not very nice. But you could see why I had to like. He's he's not. That, that he's a big lad. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that, that's from um, Emily Walton, by the way. Hey Emily. Best party food. Best party food. Yeah. This could also lead me on to um, something else in a minute. 
a okay. potential feature that we spoke about. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. So very make, good. Sure, make sure you bring them up last, and then it will lead yeah. us on to it. Yeah. Well, I tell, I tell you what, um, I, I was about to sort of rattle off the old, the old faithfuls, the old yeah, standards. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like Twiglets, yeah, yeah, um, Pringles, yeah, um, jelly, jelly. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have not had jelly in years. Oh, maybe we should make some jelly. The jelly off. That could be a good feature. Yeah, well, you knowing knowing how the last one went, you, you, you'd probably turn up with a blancmange and, and try win. and enter it as a jelly. And still win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, not, that I'm, not that I'm bitter or anything. No, you know? not at all. Um, yeah, so I was about to say that, but I was at a wedding over the weekend. Oh, incidentally, my brother got married. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to Simon and Andrea. Mm-hmm. They're off to Bali. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So um, what, um, in fact, they're in Bali right yeah. now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Lucky lucky it's as hot there as it is here. Uh, I expect possibly warmer actually. Yeah, probably. I think humidity is quite high out that out that way. Yeah. But so what, what party food did they? Well, have? after the ceremony, there were people sort of going around with trays of things, you know, yeah, as, yeah. as is as is the tradition. Mm. And there was this wonderful canapé which looked bloody weird, right? But was actually delicious. <coughs> Okay. And it was like this this single lettuce leaf. You know those sort of long, thin lettuce leaves that oh, right, yeah. uh, the audience can't see this, but uh, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. It's sort of long and thin rather than wide. Yeah. Um, long, thin bit of iceberg lettuce and that curls over in itself. Mm. And in that, they basically put a load of sliced chicken, peppers and mm. uh, seasonings and all the rest of it. And I took this and I thought, this looks a bit strange. <laughs> there was a bit of lemon. I think there was a bit of lime juice in there as well. Right. And it was absolutely delicious. Sounds so good. Emily, if you're thinking of throwing a party anytime soon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, do whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, she can't because she's vegetarian. Damn. No. Yeah. Uh, she can still put the peppers in there. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Just do it without the chicken. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you know, is there anything better than like the usuals? Yeah. Well, not really. You can't, is kettle <clears throat> chips too much? Do you I mean, think? you've said three different types of crisps now, basically. Pringles, Twiglets, and kettle chips. So your ideal party food is basically crisps. just all the crisps. All the crisps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, then again, it depends if it's like a sophisticated dinner party or whether it's more just yeah. the knees up. Or, uh, you know, you know. You, you know, you get like little chicken drumsticks, mini quiches, mini triangular sandwiches, triangular sandwiches, mini scotch eggs, and uh, sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. You can't have a party without sausage rolls, really. Not easily. Um, and yeah, cocktail sausages. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how's this for a feature, listeners? Uh, <laughs> we're going to do... Um, I don't know if it'll be the next episode, but certainly before the end of the season, we're going to have um, a feature called Andrew versus Provinder. So... <laughs> don't use that word, you pretentious prick. Yeah, well, that's why I'm calling it that. Yeah, well done. Um, so, uh, it's basically going to either be how many um, cocktail sausages can Andrew eat in a minute or how many cocktail sausages can he fit in his mouth without swallowing? Mm. So we will um, <laughs> we will uh, we will do that and get back to you with the results. And you this, will hear. This it. is entirely inspired by you finding a video of a dude. Oh my god! Just, yeah, uh, absolutely annihilating a bunch of hot dogs. Well, no, they were, um, oh, they were sausages. cocktail sausages. Oh, the cocktail sausages. And he literally eats about I think it was something like fifty-four or fifty-six cocktail sausages in a minute. Blimey. and he's inhaling them it's insane so yeah. we'll put you to the test see how you get on I can't, I can't do that 
There was um, a little disclaimer in there saying that uh, competitive eating is potentially fatal. <laughs> yeah, well, we've already had which the, is, the competitive know, drinking this I mean, season. I, so. <laughs> I mean, like, you'd have to have a, a completely empty stomach. You'd have to fast. Oh, yeah, you'll have to, you know, you'll, you'll have to prepare for it. And the amount of saturated fat in cocktail sausages is probably not good. That's all right, we'll get you some lettuce leaves with peppers and little bits of chicken for after. I don't think that I don't think eating healthy food after <laughs> eating unhealthy food necessarily cancels ah, that. Of course it, it does. Of course it does. It works. Science. I mean, I, I remember in two thousand and two, the streets. You remember the, you oh, remember yeah. the streets? Oh yeah. They just broke and they had an interview with the NME and Mike Skinner was saying that uh, he loves to eat kebabs, but it's okay because he always does it with salad, so that cancels it yeah, out. Yeah, that's the healthy part. Yeah, that doesn't. That that's not how it works. Though. <laughs> the man's a genius. <laughs> no, no, he's if he if he like, eats kebabs every day, it's a, a miracle that he's alive. Quite well, frankly, he's still alive, right? So yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> all right. If he eats, you know, if he eats a donor, a large donor every yeah, day, yeah. blimey. Um. All right. Well, moving on. Mm. Mr. Adam Mac Jarrett. Hello, Adam Mac Jarrett. Um. Don't worry, Adam. You'll uh, get the uh, next portion of the jamboree shortly. Your idea, so mm. you must be looking forward to it. But his question this week: If you had to choose one classic film to be reimagined with all of the technology that we have in film uh, today, uh, which film would you choose, and who would you choose to direct it? Ooh. Mm. Well, this is a bit of a this is a bit of a touchy subject, isn't it? Because you know, remakes, movie remakes. Yeah, and uh, a lot of them being have to be bit, careful. Being a bit rubbish. Yeah, yeah, you have to be certain because the originals are basically perfect in every single way. Yeah. Um, it's a tricky one. It's a diff- It's a tricky one. For instance, for for instance, for for real. It, oh, oh, that was a terrible sentence. Yeah, we'll cut that. That was the worst sentence I ever said. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, films. Is this is this the cock off still repeating on you? Yeah, I think I think it is. I think it's that Alaskan polar bear heater. heater yeah. Yes. <laughs> which came from the original Nutty Professor, which was also remade, incidentally. Oh, there you go. Which I didn't know. Good nice link. Bit, nice, nice, nice link there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is how we do it in the big league, folks. Yeah, man, smashing it today. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, we're on fire, <laughs> mate. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to remake any classic films. There are flawed. There are movies though which are flawed, which are had brilliant concepts or on paper should have been classics. Yeah. But for various reasons, just ended up turning complete shit. Basically, there are um, a few movies like that. I'd love someone to have another crack at. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking of like old classic horror films you could do again, but just Such because as? of well, I'm thinking like maybe Chucky. You okay. could do a remake of Chucky with some more. You know. With more the technology you have now, in film, maybe yeah. they could make. It. Well, but I don't know. That's the. Uh, that, it's kind of the point, though, isn't it? That it's. I find Chucky is creepy because he's a terrible-looking. I think. I think the thing you've got to remember with horror, though, is that the fact that horror films and props and gore and all the rest of it are not always a hundred percent realistic is actually, you know, it's, maybe a subconscious way of what makes it frightening. Yeah, strangely fact, benefits it. Well, it, it's <coughs> the fact that, you know, the, the skeletons in uh, the original Clash of the Titans movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's bloody scary. Yeah. Because they, the way, you know, that was the very limit of stop motion technology at that point, right? But um, the fact that they are so limited actually makes them look unnatural. 
against yeah, yeah. nature. And, oh, I get what you mean. And you know, and and that actually, if they'd done it, if they'd done the same scene nowadays, it would all been really glossy and perfect yeah. and shiny, and it just would have looked too slick. The fact that they look crap is actually kind yeah. of why they look terrifying. No, I, I agree with that. Um, but I think a lot of movie studios don't necessarily get this point. No. It's another case of like you know art and entertainment. The people making the decisions are the people who've got the least clue. Yeah, but um, I tell you, I tell you a movie which I think which was which could have been great had the circumstances be different. Right. Which is, did you ever see Event Horizon? No, I haven't actually. Do you know? Are you familiar with the concept? Not really. Okay. Basically, it was meant to be The Shining, but in space. (laughs) Right. And straight away, you hear that pitch, and you're like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and the idea is basically that years and years and years ago, they invent this, well, years and years in the future, I should say, because it's sci-fi, um, they invent this spaceship which can, like, jump through wormholes or can go faster than light or something like that. Right. And uh, during a <coughs> test flight, it, uh, it just vanishes. It just, just seems to disappear out of the universe altogether. Oh, okay. And then about 15 years later, or whatever it is inexplicably it just comes back alright and but it's gone wrong right and they don't know where it's been <laughs> or the things so, they've seen so wait is it you're saying it was shit yeah the thing is like, <laughs> okay. and the thing is you know straight, straight away um, you know that, that to me is, is a concept that, that could actually have been really good yeah, you know, it's it's essentially that they try and do a futuristic version of of a haunted house movie, basically. Yeah, it had potential. Yeah, and it pretty much went through what they call production hell, right? Basically, um, and so they ended up. I can't remember quite how this happened. I think it's because the studio wanted to get it out just in time for summer or something like that. Yeah. So they had to do all the pre-production in ten weeks mm. before they started, which is you know nothing. Yeah. Rush uh, job. Rush job. Um, the script, <coughs> I thought, was pretty ropey. Um, the effects just looked comical. And basically, it's one of those really tragic things where horror movies are trying their best to scare you, yeah. but they, end, they just end up being utterly hilarious. Fair enough. It, it just it ended up doing that, basically. So what I would have loved, really, I guess, is maybe someone have another swing at that same concept, but... So take the time take the time with it and don't try and overdo it you know yeah fair being, play you know considering it's the shining in space ideally you get someone like Stanley Kubrick to do it well there you I go I imagine Stanley Kubrick <clears throat> could make a spaceship look bloody terrifying yep okay. in fact he already did because I think there are parts of 2001 Space Odyssey yeah yeah which are bloody creepy Love even film. though they're not expressly meant to be frightening no yeah there's a sense of dread occasionally which he was so good at yeah that's true but if Adam means like a living director <clears throat> uh, Nolan maybe Nolan I don't know I think Nolan is maybe a little bit too showy at times yeah maybe, maybe. the Coen brothers okay the yeah. Coen brothers are really good at, at talk thrillers and suspense and all the rest of it well, you never know. It may happen. You never know. So there you go, Hollywood. Anyone wants to take me up on that idea, feel free to steal it. Yeah, I won't mind. <laughs> cool. Um, all right then, let's move on. Um, yeah. Robert Honeyman. Hey, Robert Honeyman. He had two questions this week. One was, um, if you could witness any event in time, what would it be? 
I think we've had a similar question before. I think it was a question of what time period would you go yeah. back to or something like that. So any event, any particular just, historical event that you could just witness. When I was about five or four, or very, very young, um, that was when the Berlin Wall came down. Okay. And it was on the news, obviously. Right. And obviously that was a huge deal. That was such a big deal because that basically represented the end of uh, the Soviet Union, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was the moment. There were people dancing on the Berlin Wall, whereas yeah, maybe yeah. a couple of years earlier they would have been shot for doing that or yeah, something. Yeah. And I, I have no recollection of this happening at all, but my mum basically sort of sat me down in front of the news, aged four or whatever, and said, try and remember this, Andrew, this is really important. Yeah. And I instantly forgot it, I guess. <laughs> so you'd like to go back and just pay attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, just, you know, just actually witness the event rather than seeing it through the news. Yeah, yeah. Actually seeing the event, because... <clears throat> Would you get important. up and have a little dance? Yeah, yeah maybe. A little maybe. jig? But, you know, I've got to be quite apocalyptically drunk to attempt to, to have a jig. Oh, I know. Yeah. George <laughs> should have uh, put on some music, actually, when we were around at his doing the cock Why would you have just got off? If it was a good tune, if it was a good jam, then, right. yeah, absolutely. I'll keep that in mind. Um, all right, George Grimwood. Hey, George Grimwood. Um, if you could go back in history and alter one single event in the world with the retrospective knowledge of what we know now, which event would you choose? So this is an historical event. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. He also said, how would you go about it? How would I go about it? How would you alter this event? I'm tempted to say I'd persuade David Cameron not to call a referendum on the EU. Yeah? How would you persuade him? I'd uh, dress up as Michael Gove and say, (laughs) we need to have a chat, David. (laughs) All right. That's a good answer. Is that it? Yeah. I think, again, I mean, doing a convincing Michael Gove disguise might be quite tricky wait a minute no I think Gove was for Brexit actually wasn't he thinking about it I don't know I think he was um, who, who's someone that he likes Osborne there we go alright Osborne was like him and Osborne were like, like that you know yeah yeah and now they're both out of a job <laughs> yep yep I'm sure they've got their millions and zillions to console themselves with yeah, I'm sure they'll be alright yeah, I'm sure. They're not going to be signing on anytime soon, are they? No. Um, George has got another question, but I think we'll come back to it because it's the one that might take a, f- a little bit of time. Um, so <laughs> this is a much quicker one from Rab. Oh, yeah, Rab. Um, he simply said, hot dog or burger? Ooh. Um, I'm straight away, away going to give my answer and say burger. Okay, fair enough. And I'll say that because... It depends what the sausage is in the... <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Because yeah. I've had some properly ropey hot dogs in my time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure too. you have as mm. well. Uh, I particularly don't like the ones that come in tins. No, oh, fuck and, them. In that strange goo that you have to boil them yeah, in. This, no, yeah, no. Just no. No. Never. Not never, no how. No. Um, but, you know, I've had other hot dogs. I think I had one at Bloodstock a few years ago, which was an absolute delight. Yeah, a you tour know. de force. Yeah, they apparently, um, apparently Slayer ordered a bunch of them for, oh, for after their show. Well, the guy behind the, the stall was kind of like, oh my God, my life's gone so right, I'm making hot dogs for Slayer. <laughs> yeah, that is an achievement. Yeah, gave Slayer their dinner once. Yeah, yeah. 
I just think burgers, there's just so much more room for customization. Yeah. I think you can do a lot. You can do a lot with a hot dog, but I just find I I, I think mean, the, ever... I think the best burger I've ever had I would rather have again compared to the best hot dog I've ever had. But then you again, I mean, mean, have you ever have you ever had a, a I don't know if you can actually get it in in like a hot dog bun, but have you ever had an Austrian Bernerwurstel? No. <laughs> See, those, I want one just for the name. It's really really nice. I mean, they they're not good for you at all. Okay. Uh, but basically it's sort of a I guess it's a, it's a sort of Austrian style breakfast. Okay. Um, but it's sort of injected with cheese. Oh yeah. And it's actually wrapped in streaky bacon. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if I tried one of them, I'd change my answer. I don't think I've ever seen one between in a, in a bun or two slices of bread or whatnot. Yeah. But typically, like you, you can get them like if you're skiing in Austria quite easily. Yeah. Because you yeah. need a bit of a few calories to sort of yeah, get yeah. through the day. Served with a big plate of chips and sauerkraut. Nice. Lovely. That does sound good, actually. That's not a hot dog, but... Uh, Near enough. If you could stick that between two slices of bread or something, yeah. I think the old uh, the old beef burger... Then again, he didn't specify it was a beef burger, did he? No, he just said, said burger. burger. Yeah. So it could be a turkey burger. Any, they're they're any... shit, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, it could be a chicken burger. That's what I mean. Or a venison burger. There's loads. A duck burger. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not in nobody, my no, I can't believe nobody thought of that. A duck burger. A duck burger. I'd eat a duck burger. I don't know, of course you would. <laughs> um, right, at this point in the uh, podcast, I think it's time for uh, Jamboree. Ooh, all good. All good. So, yeah. <clears throat> let's, let's, let's go off to the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now. Get the old jigsaw out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go! Hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. Back to... Back to the grindstone. Yeah. The thankless struggle of Adam's... Um... Oh, hang on, that goes there. Woo! We have a piece. Yeah, another piece. Yes, it's the jigsaw jamboree, in case you hadn't guessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the, how ludicrous it is to call it a jamboree. There's nothing... Oh, there's nothing even remote... There's no levity in it at this point, is it? No. We're not enjoying it anymore. It's just like, we can't bear to walk away. We just, like... You've got to finish the puzzle. It needs to be done. It does. I will be dissatisfied. Until, uh... Yeah. We have made a bit of progress. Are you... I'm beginning to have my suspicions, though, that this is actually a slightly botched jigsaw. Sound like ex- it sounds like excuses, doesn't no, no, it? I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious because parts of this which ought to fit together in a purely geographical sense appear now not to. You know? And that's, uh, that's clearly wrong. Just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to be able to look Adam in the, in the eye... You better say something else. What? Oh, never mind. What did you think I was going to say? You, it sounded like you were about to say look at him in the dick then. <laughs> what? what? Don't, don't want to do that. Maybe I'm hearing things. Maybe I am going mad. You are going fucking mad. I'm going mad with you. And I'm not even really doing it. Yeah, well. No, I swear we found a home for that one yeah, already. <laughs> you know, this is intolerable. <laughs> Maybe the um, the jigsaw will be the point. 
everyone fast forwards for every week well you never know maybe we should like do a snap poll at some point should we keep the jigsaw section or not <laughs> just everyone says no definitely not yeah so two and a half hours of our lives well probably getting off about four hours at this point of our lives we'll never get back there's a cheery thought for everyone <laughs> yeah Are you even here? Yeah, I'm just sending a message, mate. Alright, fair enough. I thought you'd like totally zoned out. No, no, I'm just sending a message. I'm a busy guy. Good. So am I. So the guy who's doing the jigsaw. Yes. Well. Wait a bit. That's where Waterman goes. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Is it finished? What the puzzle? Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> on account of the fact there's a bloody great hole in the middle of it I'm going to say uh, no oh damn fuck oh shit really well, that, got, that was just a guess oh, well done mate that one went in well so in theory right every extra bit you put in should make the rate of completion yeah that's what I'm hoping go up but it, it seems to have had completely the opposite effect <laughs> so far what are we going to do about this puzzle yeah. Put it in a very large catapult and launch it into space. Okay. Let's finish it first though, right? No. <laughs> Why not? I say let's, as in like... <laughs> as in, you can finish it first. You finish it. It's your job. It's my it job. Was a, it was a quest this, this handed quest to you by... entrusted to me by <laughs> yeah. a man with a beard. <laughs> yeah. He was an old looking fellow. Which means you have to comply. Yeah, basically the law. There we go. We're back. <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> so that was uh, part five of the Jamboree. We're getting, we're edging closer to uh, the finale. How many parts were there meant to be? So this, there were just ten parts. Just ten parts. And we're oh, halfway through now. My word. So we're gonna have to go back and do a bit more next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. This question I got in the pub last night. Okay. And there is only one answer to this because I gave the answer as the question was asked. And he, the, basically, it's from Mattfield. Hey, Mattfield. And he pretty much said after I gave this answer that there is no better answer. So here you go. Um, I'm intrigued. Go on. All right. <clears throat> if one of your favourite bands were to get brutally murdered <gasps> but have just released their best album ever, <gasps> who would you choose? Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so basically, bit... which of my favourite bands do I want to die? No, but basically. like, not no, not no, but as in a band that you would like to release the best thing they've ever done, and then then they die. So it's like they go out on a high. Does it have to be death? Can they not just say no? Right, it's death. And, and it's go death. live it's in the Bahamas or something. No, it's death. Shit. There's only one answer. I'm not going to say it until I've heard what you say. You're, well, we're going to have different answers, surely. We might do. Uh wow. <laughs> That's deep, man. I I literally said this band as soon as he said the question, I was like, there's only one choice. Well for you it's gotta be a tool. No. It? Really? Definitely not. It's not tool. No. 
That's interesting. Oh, for you it's Mudvayne, isn't it? No. It's not, it's not a band that I want to die. Right. The, the reason behind my answer is because I would love them to do the best thing they've ever done and then never make music again. Us? No. <laughs> no I thought I'd catch you out there. No, I don't, yeah. I don't want us to die. Neither do quite I. Quite simply. Um, so I it's a band that you don't like then? No, right. it's a band I do like okay. or have liked. Just, just, just you give your answer and then I'll tell you. He said, if Andrew can give a better answer than you, I'll be surprised. I really want to hear your answer now. All right, Go Metallica. On. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'd yeah. love them to do to redeem themselves and make the best album they've, they've ever made. Ever made better than anything they've ever done, and that's hard. And, that, and that's the end of it. And then they're gone, and they can never ruin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Well, you know they've they've got an album out in October. You know. Yeah. It might be really good. It might be, but I don't know because I've heard it. Um, well, yeah. Did you did you hear the uh, the lead I, single off of it? I did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about as much. Oh, it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's per per perfectly workable, perfectly serviceable. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, you know, it. I think to be fair, considering the length of time they've been active, yeah. I think it's possibly unreasonable to expect them to be hitting sixes at this point in their career. You no. know. Pro yeah. Probably, but that's why it would be, you know. It, I would like, I would like to, I would very, very much like to believe that they could do that. Mm. Actually, just make an album which could stand shoulder to shoulder with Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning. Yeah, yeah. And then say, see ya. Yeah. Or what is it that James Hetfield says? He's, well, he like, says yeah. A lot. Yeah. He doesn't say he doesn't use that as a goodbye. Well, maybe, maybe, I've never met him. Maybe he does. Maybe he just goes yeah and walks off. Yeah, well, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, but a like, really a really understated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like <laughs> the entire audience is kind of like expecting oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he just goes yeah, drops the mic and walks off. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. That'd be amazing. Well, we'll see. But yeah, yeah I don't think there is a better answer than that. Yeah, that's quite good. <laughs> All right. Um, Scott Willis. Hey, Scott Willis. Now, this isn't going to be something horrible, is it? <laughs> well, you decide. Um, he says, I'm dying. My last wish is for a final kiss. Who's going to man up? Do you mean that me and you? <laughs> well, I guess so. Well, you know him better. I wouldn't hesitate. Good. Well, there you go. <laughs> if it was his final wish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To be, to be fair, I'd like to imagine that if... Uh, if in the situation he specifically requested mm. me, you would. I'd like to imagine that I'd, uh, I'd, I would. Yeah, yeah. I, and I wouldn't, wouldn't be into it, but you know, <laughs> it, it would be a good thing to do. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Be a proper sort of kiss me hi. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So just so you know, Scott, we got your back, man. We've got it. We got you covered, man. We got you but, covered. Uh, don't don't be thinking of dying anytime soon. No, please don't. Um, Sam Edwards. Hello, Sam Edwards. He simply says, why is the rum gone? Uh, because Kira Knightley set fire to it. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Which was a very good move on her part, actually. Yeah, which, they, which one of them is it? They, they have the, the which film? The first one. This is the first one, isn't it? It's the first one. Basically, they, they, get, they get marooned on yeah. a beautiful desert island. Mm. And uh, uh, Johnny Depp delights in revealing that he's stashed a load of rum down there. Yeah, that's like it. Yeah, barrels and barrels and barrels of the stuff, yeah. and she tricks him into thinking she's drunk. That's it. He gets absolutely 
mullered, yeah, like yeah. absolutely mangled, wakes up to discover that she's like made a massive towering inferno out of it. That's right, yeah. And it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah, and uh, saves, saves the day. They get rescued. Well, Which was a very smart move on her part. Well, there you go, Sam. That is why the rum is gone. That's why is the rum gone. Either that or you drank it. <laughs> is, is Sam a rum drinker? Oh, yeah. I, how did I not know that? Oh, he loves his rum, mate. Kraken. Oh, well, I suppose everyone likes a bit of Kraken. Everyone loves they? a bit of Kraken. I you remember the Metal Hammer Golden Gods Award <sighs> that we went to? And they no, were I, no it. I don't remember. <laughs> they were giving it out for free. Yeah, God. Jesus yeah. Christ. That was, that was the time that Orange, were, Orange Amps were handing out these free sort of bags that's it yeah and I seem to recall we ended up wearing them like bibs on the train home yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. and like literally just sort of like saying <laughs> to everyone we ran into because <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it, it happened to be that on that night in the in the main because that was at the O2 in the in the side yeah, venue yeah. but in the main arena I think it was Boyzone or Westlife or, Take That or it, was, it was Take That wasn't take it that, yeah. so we sort of ended up running into a lot of Take That fans on the way home with <laughs> yeah. our orange Bright orange bibs. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. You have a nice time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Did, did you did enjoy? Did you enjoy seeing Take This? Take This. It's like you weren't at the Take That show, were you? No. No, I fucking wasn't. We went to the Metal Hammer Awards, man. <laughs> yeah. Free crackers. Free bar. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Great times. <clears throat> um, Liam McFarlane. Hey, Liam McFarlane. Our splendid cameraman. Yeah. Um, he said, um, ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? No. Removing on. <laughs> are, you, are you familiar with that reference? Uh, yeah, well, it's a song, isn't it? No, it's Batman. It's oh, the, is it? the ba- Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson. As the Why character. do I feel like that's from a song as well? It might, someone may have substituted Well, there's a similar line in a song or something. It's just the thing that the jo- Jack Nicholson's Joker says to his victims... Oh, okay, because he likes yeah. the sound of it or something like that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, no, Liam, um, Andrew has never danced with. Have you ever danced with anyone under the pale moonlight? I don't think I have actually. Maybe the right music wasn't on. Just the timing wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The moment just passed. Yeah. I haven't lived clearly. No, not yet. <laughs> There's still time. Oh, good. Um, okay, Shannon Walton, second question. Hello, Shan, again. She'd like to know, could you sleep in zero gravity? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Um, Don't sound so surprised. (laughs) That is a a good question. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's not casting aspersions on Shan, it's casting aspersions on this show generally. (laughs) That's what I meant. I didn't mean on Shan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He'd kiss any one of you on your deathbed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Provided you wanted it, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 would, I wouldn't just assume. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, a bit. That would be a bit crass. You are out of here. Yeah. Out <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, would, I definitely wouldn't do that. Okay, zero gravity then. Um, well, I think she's probably. Uh, I think she might be sort of alluding to the fact that uh, astronauts. Yeah, they have yeah. to strap them into the beds, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But I always sort of assumed the reason they did that was to pre- prevent them from floating off and crashing into things while they were asleep. Yeah. Rather than it being not possible to sleep in zero G. Mm. It's an interesting one. Yeah, and I've never... I imagine it'd be quite disorientating lying there trying to fall asleep, but you're like, you know... Yeah, no, I, I don't imagine it would be easy, actually, no. thinking about it. But I imagine, again, I think... imagine sleeping on your roof, mm. of your, like upside down of your bedroom, like just hanging there. 
Well, I suppose I suppose one thing in um, one thing which they don't you, you don't they don't talk a lot about actually is orienting yourself when you're in zero <coughs> gravity. Like, let's say you're in a spaceship, a space station, or something like that, or you've gone up in a shuttle. Yeah. And your you, your starting position is you're sort of facing directly upwards, lying sort of facing you know essentially yeah. lying backwards, right? Yeah, yeah. But once you're in space, presumably you then got to sort of make a mental shift to reorient yourself so that behind you is not down anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I suppose once you get up into space, there is no real up or down anyway. No, but uh, yeah, well, that's the point. There isn't any. Yeah. So you, the only sort of up or down is the one that you've got to mentally sort of force yourself yeah. to make, I guess. Yeah, I imagine so that's unbelievably distressing at first, actually. Yeah. Thinking about it. Do you reckon you could hack it? I think with a bit of, maybe with a bit of discipline, you could learn how to do it. Yeah. But um, there's not really a way you can practice this. No, no, quite. <laughs> No, I think I, you know, thinking about that because you know, if you did try and sort of fall asleep in zero gravity, you need you don't you kind of need the sensation that you're not going to. Well, you don't need you need to basically feel comfortable that you're not going to go anywhere by accident. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you're sort of floating around all over the place, spinning as well, yeah, and your sort of point of center of gravity seems to be changing all the time. I don't think I'd manage very well. It, no, I don't. I don't think I could actually. I mean, I'll be up for having a go. Yeah. I think the answer to the question is you probably can sleep in zero gravity, but it's I don't think... It's extremely difficult. I yeah, and I don't think we'd manage very well. Mm. Um, so there you go, Shan. I hope that uh, clears everything up for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay, this is the final question. It's George Grimwood again. Are we at the end already? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you've I've... got your joke to tell, haven't you? Oh, mate, absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, parting is such sweet sorrow. Yeah. Well, this is the reason I left this to last because it's uh, it might this, there's quite a lot to think about here. Oh, good. So um, you've been commissioned to create your own theme park. Ooh, sounds fun already, right? Yeah. Um, so first of all, you need a theme, obviously. Um, he wants to know the theme. He wants to know. He wants you to uh, create three rides, so you get to name the rides. Um, he wants a menu for like what kind of food you would do at the park. Um, also a mascot and what location you would choose it's got to be a word themed ah oh, for this show it would have to be wouldn't we'd it we'd have to like do a word themed I was about to say oh, well not all theme all theme parks have a unifying theme do they I suppose not but so, I mean some of them do like Universal Studios it's all movies yeah 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 and Disney World Disneyland is all Disney stuff yeah and, you know so there is that sort of unifying Fort Park technically is more water based is it I think so. I haven't been to Thorpe From Park in. Well, I say that, but I like, been the to last Thorpe time Park in about twenty years. Well, the thing is, my mem, my back in the day, I used to imagine that yeah, it was a lot of water stuff. But then when I went there, it was a while ago. Granted, it does seem to. Well, you've been there more recently than I have. Yeah, it does seem to have shifted more to you know general rides as opposed yeah. to just water. There is still some. Yeah, water I never, I never actually considered that. But you're right. There was there was always a, that huge log flume and. Yeah. Do they still have the thing where they kind of put you in the little dinghies and then chuck you down a water slide? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was always good fun. That's the I. That, that was the one I, I didn't because I obviously have back problems. I was going to say so that I don't would ruin your back. Yeah, I don't go on rides often, if ever. Like can, roller can coasters. You, can you do roller coasters now? <clears throat> I can't do roller coasters now. Shit. So a lot of that day was spent me being the guy that holds the bags. 
but that was fine I, it was a nice day I was playing all of those you know like the ring toss games and oh, all of that uh, stuff yeah. which I get a kick out of the thing where you put the pen <clears> on the thing and you can steal a little boat for a little bit <laughs> I don't think I did that but no, I wish I had you know the thing I mean yeah yeah um, but I did go on one ride I went on them de the detonator and that is literally you sit in it it goes up for quite some height mm. and then it stops for a minute and then just drops suddenly to the floor sounds bloody scary it was scary but I, my thinking was if I go on that at least it's sort of quick and you know it wouldn't be throwing me about yeah. left and right it's just up down any disastrous catastrophic injuries your back would be short and sharp <laughs> yeah rather, thinking about rather it. than two and a half minutes of sheer agony <laughs> well yeah you know I didn't want to be the guy that didn't go on anything so I was no, like okay no, I'll go on that I looked at it and I sized it up and was like I reckon I can deal with that but just like out of curiosity like now mm. considering that obviously your back's been operated on and everything else yeah. and is it like uh, is that it? I, it well I'd rather not because yeah. I, I mean you know what roller coasters are like they fucking they chuck you around all over the place don't they yeah and it's just one of them things I'm like I, I can still enjoy a theme park without putting myself at risk basically mm, so. that's fair enough but that water one where you go down in the dinghy there's yeah. a bridge over the top of like the point of impact uh, so people can stand on that and get splashed with the water <laughs> so I did oh, that and was like lovely. yay I'm part of it I'm part of the fun <laughs> yeah just left yeah. incredibly drenched like Thought Park has changed a lot I mean when I was when I was when I was a nipper mm. the way around it was if you sort of lived uh, sort of around the southern area of the M25 yeah that Chessington was like for the big kids yeah and Thought Park was for the little kids pretty much well yeah because I always remember the adverts on TV for Thought Park all being mm. like just water everywhere. Yeah. But then when I went there, it's like there's stealth. Yeah. And now, and now it's sort of become the uh, the Thorpe Park of the South, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not Thorpe Park. All the, the towers yeah, of the yeah. South. Or the Chessington. Yeah. And Chessington is Chessington still even open? I don't know. Which was was it? Alton Towers, where someone like broke their legs or something, or yeah, lost a leg or I think, something. I think it was. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know how that's. Um, Apparently, that was human error. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't. But I mean, things like that just put me off it anyway. Yeah, no, I can. Because <laughs> like, you're always conscious of the fact that when these things start. You're not I, in control anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know if it's the same for anybody else, but I'm always kind of like, if this goes wrong, we're all we're fucked. All fucked. Yeah, literally. Um, um, anyway, on to so, George's. Yeah, our theme park. Are we going to go for a wordy theme park? Can we make that exciting? <laughs> I think it's better if it's. Partly not. <laughs> that would be funny. The most, make the most boring thing. Doesn't have to be world. boring. Well, let's see how we get on. So, what would we have? So, if we say the theme is words, yeah. Um, let's think of free rides that you could have word based. <laughs> <laughs> word based, right? You could have um, the word train as, as opposed to a ghost train. A word. So you just go through, like, and like in every in every room, <laughs> a new word jumps out and goes boom. <laughs> yeah. Not like that, but like. You go into the dark, this dark tunnel in this little carriage, like, oh, what's going to happen? And then all these, like, you know how, like, in ghost trains, you get all, like, the fluorescent coloured, like, the really shit ghost trains that you remember oh, from Office. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah. it would be like a fluorescent ghost will come out and go, ah. Like, it would be like that, but it would be a really long word you've never heard of that just goes, ah, like, in your face. And you're, like, mm. looking at it going, what? You're trying to read it. And then you've gone around the corner and there's, like, another four words. You could do a word train, I suppose. Okay, word train. Uh, <laughs> the word train. Yeah. I love it already. Oh, speaking of words, um, we should yeah. probably mention, I forget who it was, was it Carl, who asked what the first word was last time? Yeah. We actually, we, we did answer that, didn't we? We said yeah, it's probably arg. Oh, and you said you'd look up... I actually looked it up, and it is actually in the Oxford English Dictionary, believe it or not. Oh, there we go. That's actually in there. So, yeah. And arg, 
I can't imagine anyone saying anything beyond. But yeah. I think the first actual word must have been arg. It must have been. We got it right. I think we did. Look at that, man. Spuddings. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So the word train. Um, <laughs> arg would be the first arg. word. Yeah. Yes, to honour the first word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, another ride. Um, what could you have? Uh, well, you got, well, I suppose you got that's, a, that's sort of the slow, moody one. There's always a slow, moody one. Yeah. What there? about like one that you got to do one which just is utterly terrifying as well. The linguistifier. The linguistifier. Oh, like and that. you just you get on it and it it spins around loads, and then at the end you have to like read a poem <laughs> without throwing up. I don't know. Meh, maybe. <laughs> is, is like roller- I'm just riffing here. Yeah, know? spitballing. Is it a roller coaster of some kind? Like- I'm kind of just seeing it as like one of those sort of um, G-force things. Oh, you get it on and it spins you around, spins you around, 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 yeah. around. Yeah, 800 revolutions in two and a half seconds. Yeah, something stupid like that. And then you get off and yeah. puke. So you got the um, word train, the linguistifier. Uh, you got to have a vocabulator somewhere. <laughs> oh yes, nice. The vocabulator. So what would that be? Uh, I don't know. It's just a name. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just have like a. We've got a G-force. The, all right, let's have the word flume. So you get Ooh, <laughs> instead. Yeah. So you go. It's like a log flume, but you ride in carriages that the words. Carriages <laughs> that are words. Like oh, I want to get in the. Uh, oh, give me a word. Give me a good word. Go uh, on, this is your forte. Just give me any good word. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. All right, that's a long. That's a, that's like a long log flume mm. or the word flume. So you can get like twelve people on that one. Yeah, yeah. And that just flies down into a water pit that has lots of letters in it that fly out of the water. That's oh, that sounds a bit hazardous. <laughs> Great. Like, do you imagine a load of Scrabble pieces just fly out and hit you in the face <laughs> yeah, into yeah. the water? The Scrabbler. Po- the Scrabbler. Yeah, yeah. That sounds positively <laughs> deadly. Amazing. You'd need, you know, your first aid station would be just full all day of people who've got like a Z flew up their nose <laughs> yeah. and sort of lodged with someone in the back of their skull. All these people in the first aid like section yeah. like getting letters lodged from places. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. the fr- that's free rides. That's the rides. Um, he wanted to know a menu as well. Let's just go for one one dish. Word salad. The, <laughs> the word salad. I thought right. it was quite good. Yeah, it's pretty good. You, you know, you know that expression, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that that's pretty that's pretty decent. Yeah, word I don't salad. know what a word salad would. Entail. But you've got to have you know. I suppose it'd just be lots of vegetables cut into the shape of letters. Or you've got to have spaghetti, um, alphabet spaghetti. No, I don't know. Nah. But it's wordy. Yeah, but I mean, okay, do alphabet, but make alphabet spaghetti that doesn't suck. Yeah, that? yeah, we'll do our own. Yeah, yeah. All right, that that works. What about a mascot? Um, a happy word of some kind. A happy word with a painted on smile. I don't know. <laughs> Just a happy word with a smile. Yeah, or a big dictionary man. <laughs> yes, big dictionary man. That was. I didn't mean it to sound. No, like but that. it's, that's yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah, I like the fact. It's what it could be a little joke for the adults. Can't yeah, it? yeah. Big dictionary man. Or, Here we go. Or, or, or just having called big dick. <laughs> big dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want my photo with big dick, yeah. mum. Yeah, big dick. <laughs> God. Well, you, you've got to have a joke for the grown-ups. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The grown-ups are going to have to suffer there for like six hours at a time. With the yeah, kids, exactly. But I, I, it's funny. Do you, do you ever like rewatch stuff that you were into when you were a kid? And then yeah. pick up on all the jokes of the grown-ups. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I ended up watching the first episode of Trapdoor. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. And um, I, um, and in the course of events, do you remember Burke, who was the main guy? Yeah. He was the big blue thing. Yeah. A load of little creatures escape from uh, the trapdoor. 
and he decides mm. they have to go back. And that was basically the plot every week, but yeah. Know, Don't open that trap door, Burke. <laughs> for reasons that become clear at the time, but always he opens it for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, but he decides all the little creatures need to go back, so he grabs a plank of wood mm. and goes, Right, it's bonking time. <laughs> so, and like just starts whacking them, like yeah, yeah. bonk, 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 bonk. <laughs> I likes a bit of bonking. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, like, and um, yeah, it's like how my poor mother saw this without cra- <laughs> creasing. Yeah, yeah. Is, you know, back in the day. Yeah. When I was like six or whatever. And then you walking around the house like bonking your bonking your brother. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, what are you doing? I'm bonking Simon. Stop bonking him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Etc. Etc. Um, he also yeah. wanted to know the location of the theme park. Ah. What would it be? Where's a good place? Uh, Dr. Johnson's old house? I don't know. <laughs> Alright, yeah. That'd That's... be good. Perfect. There is actually there's a bit of a theme. Yeah, Big Dick, Dr. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to re- I'll kind of want to rename some of the rides now that are all... Just make them all phallic. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. Well, uh, I suppose you could. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think we did pretty well there. Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. bad at all. Okay, so it's now time for Andrew's Joke of the Week. Ah, oh, this is the best joke I've ever, ever had. All right, wicked. Let, let, let us hear it. I ain't got one. Seriously. That's the joke. I ain't got one. That's the joke? Yeah. No joke this week. Well, this is awkward. What am I going to say? What do we do now? Um, I don't know. I actually don't know how to deal with this. This is like one of them things where like, at, at some point in your life you had never been awake at a certain time of day and the first time you are you're like what happens at this time of day? That's how I feel now. Do we just end it? Have you got a joke? for this hmm. I guess we just end it I guess so uh, alright okay well that was uh, that was episode 25 of uh, yeah. Words with Chris and Drew and uh, we're sorry I'm not sorry you're not sorry no I feel really sad Only joking, I've got a great joke. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, how'd you, how'd you go in there you for did, a while? Yeah, you did, yeah, you had me scared. All right, jokes, so, uh, jokes within jokes. Time for Andrew's joke of the well, week. Actually, bearing that, that being so. Oh, for f- <laughs> What? Hurry up. Okay, so Andrew's gone for a piss.
doing a drum solo. And I was in. Savage. Right, it's time for Andrew's Joke of the Week. Oh, that's better. Cool. Let's hear it. Right, so. Let's wrap this up. Once upon a time, there was this bloke. Good. This bloke was a TV executive of some kind. Bit of a humongo in the world of TV. Right. So, as you would probably imagine, he was disgustingly rich. Yep. Disgracefully rich. Richer than God. Wow. You can imagine such a thing. Yeah. And uh, one day, he uh, bought himself an SUV. Nice. A sports utility vehicle, mm -hmm. if you like. And uh, he decided he wanted to take it out for a spin one day. And um, he thought, well, you know, the road is no place for a beauty such as this thing. It is a sports utility vehicle, obviously. Yep. I'm going to take it out into the desert and just thrash it. Good idea. Because I can. Basically. Yeah, why not? So he does. And he's having a wonderful, you know, wonderful, wonderful time. Yeah. You know, just charging around the place and, you know, causing all sorts of mayhem with the yeah, sand yeah. dunes, you know, as you do. And he's out there for a few hours, tearing it up. And uh, he suddenly realises, to his horror, that uh, he doesn't actually know where he is. Oh, he's got, he's got lost. He's got himself lost in the desert. Oh, that is a pickle. He didn't stop, didn't uh, didn't refuel before he went out. So he's about just about to run out of petrol. Mm. And um, he doesn't uh, for, for reasons which well he's now cursing the fact that uh, the bloke at the dealership was saying are you sure you don't want the GPS system with this wow. it'll only cost you an extra 10 grand <laughs> it probably doesn't I don't know how much they cost in real life and he said no 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 I know which way I'm going thank you very much mm. and he's now cursing himself yeah cursing himself for demonstrating such hubris hubris at the uh, at the dealership and he says yeah my mother always said it would get the better of me one day. Hoisted by my own petard at some, you know, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, the SUV conks out because he's got no petrol. He's in the middle of the Arizona desert and he can't see anything at all for miles in any direction apart from sand. Damn. Damn. Um, he... Uh, does a quick look around the, uh, the the inside of the SUV, and all he can find is you know a one and a half litre bottle of uh, unopened mineral water, which he's very thankful that he has with him because he's going to need it to survive. For sure. And uh, a bottle of ethanol. Okay. Yeah, I, well, I should say a bottle of uh, windscreen washer fluid, mm. which. Uh, you know, obviously he's not really drinkable. No. But he decides, well, if this is to be the end of me, Mr. TV executive, yeah. then, you know, at least I can get absolutely smashed on this and maybe take the edge off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, maybe if I get very desperate, it might just keep me hydrated long enough to keep going. Yeah, yeah. We'll see either way. So he sets off marching in what he, he tries to sort of redo it, you know, go over his old tyre tracks. But the trouble is, 
there's been a strong wind blowing mm. and uh, where he had left tyre marks everywhere has now been covered over damn yeah so he puts his best foot forward and says, picks in our direction at random thinks well maybe this is uh, maybe this is the uh, yeah as much chance of this way being the right way as any other yep sure so off he marches and of course it's absolutely baking Stand and uh, he's uh, happy that he remembered to bring his uh, cargo shorts oh yeah not so happy that he didn't bring sunglasses or a hat so as you can imagine the sun is kicking his ass horribly yeah yeah as, as it would and uh, on and on and on he trudges you know thinking to himself okay just keep moving keep moving if I stop I'm dead yeah but obviously he's getting very very tired naturally yeah and uh, things keep going keep going there's uh, deserts can't go on indefinitely I was only driving for a, a few hours if I hit the road I should be able should be alright someone will find me and uh, so he's out trudging away goes an entire day doing this He's long since finished the litre and a half bottle of mineral water. That's it. He's he's fucked now. Yeah. <clears throat> he's still got the uh, windscreen washer fluid though. Okay. And off in the distance, he sees something, some sort of protrusion from the desert. He's starting to lose the ability to focus now. He's severely dehydrated. Yeah. He's uh, sees something off in the distance. He's like, that looks. Is that a house of some kind? he sort of staggers towards it thinking his heart races with excitement yes I'm going to get through this I'm going to survive everything's going to be alright and uh, falls at it looks up realises it's his SUV he's gone in a gigantic circle oh no and he's like oh no nightmare I'm doomed Mm mhm so off he trudges again. So well, I'll pick a different direction this time. That one didn't do me any good. Yep. And uh, goes off again. The following day, not had anything to drink the previous day. Absolutely caned by the sun. He just saps and glugs a whole load of the washer fluid because mm. it's been driving him mad in his pocket you can hear it squashing around yeah. sounding cool and refreshing mm. and uh, obviously bad news because it's full of uh, ethanol or whatever which will absolutely destroy you yeah. basically and he starts seeing this he sees this thing in the distance again it's not the SUV again is it bugger but it turns out it's not just sees this sort of shimmering shining light mm. and uh, he sort of falls to his knees he's absolutely exhausted and he's like are you an angel and he says yes as a matter of fact I am oh, that's, a, that's a bit of a touch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes yes indeed it is okay well grant me he says uh, well you're in luck because uh, I'll grant you some wishes because I'm just feeling like it's uh, feeling like it's a nice thing to do, you know. And the first thing he says, I wish, I really, really, really wish that I was fully hydrated and not dying. 
Yeah. I just want I want all the water in the world or the closest thing to it if you've got it. And uh, then everything gets very, very, very hazy and he blacks out. And he wakes up. Thinking, oh God, what, what the hell just happened? I'm still alive. How is this? Because he assumed that was it, game over, you know? Yeah. Still alive. And he's got this terrible pain in his shoulder. Mm. He looks, he's got two sort of marks in it. Okay. And uh, he's like, what the hell is going on? It's still really, really hot. But then he suddenly realizes his head's not pounding anymore. He's not sweating. He's fully hydrated. Yeah. He's not dying of dehydration. And his head's not swinging from the effects of the ethanol anymore. And he looks over and uh, and he sees this snake. Okay. And uh, the snake, he says to the snake, did I imagine all that? And the snake says, only some of it. You were hallucinating quite badly. <laughs> right. uh, how do I know I'm not hallucinating now? Well, you're just going to take my word for it, really, aren't you? <laughs> right, the <laughs> snake saying this. So you are a snake or an angel? Well, I am an angel, but you know, I, the snake is my is my preferred form when I'm on Earth. Because, you know, who looks twice at a snake and thinks, goodness, that's probably an angel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's a fair point. Uh, he says... Well, thank you for sorting me out. I have to ask, though, why why have you bit me, bit my shoulder? I said, oh, it's just the way it works, I'm afraid. I can't grant the wishes unless I, unless I bite you. All right. Um, okay, well, we've got, uh, we got two other wishes. We could, uh, you know, two other wishes I could possibly have. Yeah, why not? You know, two wishes is, uh, three wishes in total seems reasonable, considering the circumstances. And he says, "Well, what's your uh, what's your final final? What's your what's your second wish?" Says, well, second wish is, I suppose that uh, suppose that I was back at the SUV and it had a full tank of gas and a GPS. Well, that's cheating a bit because you've got two sub wishes within that big wish, but I'll uh, let you off on this occasion. So, oh, good, thanks. So they go back to the SUV, it's full of gas and all the rest of it. And uh, so he's like, well, I'm going to drive back to civilization now. You want to tag along? He says, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, why not, why not? So they start driving through the desert. And uh, they uh, you know, just sort of look like they're about to rejoin civilization. The ground smoothed out a little bit. You can see the highway in the distance. Oh, can't believe it, I survived the whole thing. Yeah. And so they get to talking, obviously, because they're on the road for quite a long time. And he says to him, he says, well, you know, I, I don't actually know your name yet, he says to the snake. What is it? Well, um, actually, my name's Nate, as it happens. Nathan, but, you know, you can call me Nate if you like. Oh, thank you, I think I will. So Nate and the TV exec sort of trundling off for a while. Then Nate, after a while, says, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. This looks a bit dodgy. So, uh, yeah, gets out, he slithers out the SUV and uh, you know, finds another snake that says, well, that's maybe just a standard snake mate, it might not be an angel. No, 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 no. I've interacted with enough real snakes to know a faker. This guy's a phony, there's something going on here. Mm. So he sort of slithers on over and. Uh, Nate starts talking to this other snake 
That's what's going on here. And uh, says, well, you know, I'm, uh, as it happens, I'm also an angel. Oh, I fancy that. That's good. But yeah, 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 yeah. So what, what are you doing out here then? Well, as it happens, I've been put in charge of this uh, this lever. We're in America, so rather than lever, they've got to say lever. And also the joke doesn't work if I don't have this okay. pronunciation, so you're just going to take my word for it. So what's the lever for? Well, not sure why it's here. I think God just put it there for a laugh, to be honest. But um, my job is to guard it and make sure nobody pulls the lever. Right. Uh, why is that then? Because uh, if they do, uh, the, the whole world will end. Well, just like that. Just like that. No, uh, no apocalypse. No four horsemen. Um, no Gabriel's trumpet. Nothing like that. It's just world's gone. Just like that. As soon as someone pushes the lever. All right. Well, make sure they don't. And after a while, the TV exec gets out of uh, gets out of the uh, gets out of the SUV and sort of wanders on over. And uh, says, "Well, what's all going on here?" Then that explains to him about the lever and says, "This is fascinating." Well, you know, I'm a TV chap, as you know. I'd love to get a crew out here and make a program about you guys. I think this is, uh, you know, particularly this lever as well. I think. The public needs to know about this, and uh, the new snake that they've just encountered, he's a bit upset by this, says, no, public can never know this, there must be no human knowledge of this lever at all, the fact that you know is uh, is too much. People won't believe you when you tell them anyway, they'll just be like, oh well you were drunk on uh, washer fluid and severely dehydrated, you clearly imagined the entire thing, you were insensible. Well, I suppose there is that. But what if I bring them out here and they see it with their own eyes? I've got the GPS now. I can come back here any time I like. Mm. And uh, the uh, snake that's guarding the lever says, right, that's it. I've had it. Had it with you. You've had your chips now, mate. And uh, there's a weird sort of snake thing where he sort of swings his head around. I don't know. And then suddenly a huge sandstorm erupts. Well, what the hell's happening? I'm making sure that you don't tell anybody about this lever. Fuck you. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, so the dude says, right, Nate, come on, let's get out of here. Because I've got the SUV. The S it's a pretty severe sandstorm, but it's a serious vehicle. Mm. There's a chance they can make it if they, if they hit the highway and don't look back. And, says, and Nate says, no, I'm sorry. I've got to stay here and deal with this. This is a shitstorm. Well, it's a sandstorm. Shitstorm. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, one, one way or the other. I've got to see us through. Go, now. So the guy says, all right, fair enough, thanks for everything. Legs it back to the SUV, dives in, starts her up, hits the gas, and he's off, off like a rocket. And uh, the uh, lever, well, he stopped sort of about 30, 40 feet away from where the lever was, and he's gaining speed. And then suddenly, he's as he's... Uh, He's uh, going past as just as he's going past it, the point where the lever is. The wind picks up a bit, and Nate is blown directly into his path. And the only options he has now is he either has to run over Nate, or if he swerves to avoid Nate, he'll hit the lever, and the entire world will end. Pickle. No, I know it's a, it's a, it's a conundrum. No time to think. He says, "Well." The life of one snake 
well, it's an eight angel or something, isn't he, really? But yeah. uh, the life of one snake, you can't weigh it against the whole world. Besides which, if he's really an angel, I'm sure he gets an extra life or something. That's probably how it works. So in a split second, he decides, well, I've got to choose... Who am I, what am I going to flatten? And he says, well, better Nate than Lever. No, oh, that was torturous. Absolutely painful for such little reward. I knew you'd like it. Uh, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of episode five. So, 25, yeah. Did yeah, you like the joke, listeners? No, it was shit. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, so anyway, yeah, next, thanks again for all the questions. Mm. Um, hope you enjoyed the jamboree and survived that joke. Um, next week, hopefully, we'll do uh, Drew versus Provinder. New feature. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, stay wordy. Stay wordy. Peace.